And welcome to another. Welcome epi- back to another. Uh, uh, bah, 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 shut up. And welcome to another <laughs> <laughs> another episode of Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, brought to you by Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. Dynasty Madman at DFF underscore Madman. And Shane Manila. Rude. Just flat out rude. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're, we're, I don't know how much longer Michael's going to be on the show. <laughs> backing up. Back, we're back to that. Believe me, be I'm not afraid of you at booth, all. Just editing. That's going to be his whole <laughs> response. Just post production. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You know what would be really funny is if I wasn't here, who the fuck is going to post production? Um, me. Yeah. I don't want oh, to. Oh, do wait. It. He just said me. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah, good luck. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> so, uh, hey, we got some, <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to say after that. Hey, I'm thinking man. about the fact that he said I wasn't going to be here anymore. Um, all right, well, then that's fine. I'll just sit back and chill. Um, chill. Our news tonight is brought to you by expandtheboxscore.com, but we don't really have too much news, right? No, we got big news. Uh, we got quarterback changes. Uh Racing, racing Rudolph. I was about to <laughs> racing Rudolph <laughs> uh, was benched. It doesn't matter what his name is because he's riding the bench because he sucks at football. And I now they get killed this week. Now there's Duck Hodges is going to be out there <laughs> throwing ducks. Duck Hodges. Yeah, and also um, I don't know when Michael. Hopefully, I'll finish this tomorrow. And by the time you listen to this, also uh, Jeff Driscoll for the what do you call those Detroit Lions? Yeah. He's uh his uh, hamstring's pretty wonky, uh-huh. so they might have to go with David Bleh at quarterback. <laughs> David what? Bleh. Bleh. It's a B L O U G H, but in my head I'm pronouncing it Bleh. David Bleh. <laughs> All right. So the what we talked about before the other day, we were talking about like maybe kicking back some of the news stuff, but keeping stuff in the news that actually has some value to player value and picking up players. So are you telling anybody to pick up blah? I, uh, no, no. I mean, I picked him up in a couple of weeks because you never know, but I don't expect him to do anything. Cause I also don't know who he is. <laughs> well, what about Hodges? Oh I, I mean, a lot of people do like Hodges though. Well then people He's are stupid probably... because did they not watch him play? Yeah, he, I don't think he he's was, any worse than Mason Rudolph, but yeah, I get you. I mean, he is Mason Rudolph, except that he won't turn the ball over. That, that's the only difference. Okay, be, so then it's super... the best summary I've heard. Yeah, so then if he's not going to turn the ball over, but well, actually, you know, look who's 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 turning the ball over the most. In Isn't football, it, yeah, quarterback wise, isn't it Jameis? Carson uh, Wentz. Yeah. He's <laughs> no, also throwing for three well, that... touchdowns. So it's okay in 300 yards. That's so. what I was going to say. Yeah. Jameis, Jameis is like the most turnovers, but he's also getting like so many fantasy points every single week. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, a, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> you you hope for leagues where um, somebody thanked me because I'm the commissioner of a league and we don't have any negative points or interceptions. Oh. They're like, hey, thanks for letting me get 15 points from Jameis this week, even <laughs> though he threw 19 interceptions. Yeah. I'm getting killed in Scott Fish because you, what do you get? Negative three for every interception from Jameis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even, even yeah. in the game, this weekend is first the he throws an interception on that first um, set of downs but then I was like well that's okay he'll get 303 touchdowns by the end of the game and he did you know he always yeah. does 
Somebody oh. summarized it. They were like, Jameis just needs to play like within the system. Like he can't be creative. He just needs to like do what he's supposed to do. And um, oh, it was uh, oh, what the heck is his name? One of the guys that does like the the running back breakdowns, all the player breakdowns, and does that report every year. Damn. You just can't wanted to throw name. out running back breakdowns because we're going to be talking about running backs on this show today. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we do the running back episode. Yeah, because last week we talked about wide receivers, so this week we're going to talk about some breakout <laughs> running back players. Jameis Winston has 20 interceptions and 22 touchdowns. Yeah, At he's, least he's, he's got the lot. touchdowns to buffer it. And then Phillip Rivers not far behind with the 15-14 touchdown to interceptions. Good God. But tell me What's it's happening? not fun to watch, though. I think it's fun to watch. <laughs> I like the players that, I mean, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, you guys know I love him. He's a perfect, he's batting 500 with 10 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. I told you, he's my favorite quarterback. He'll go out there any down and distance, <laughs> any situation of game. The coach is like, okay, run the two-minute drill. He's like, you. And he just goes out there and decides to try to throw another Hail Mary pass for the end zone. I want to know, I want to know on Twitter who out there agrees with Jeremy that Ryan Fitzpatrick is their favorite quarterback. <laughs> I mean, not not literally my favorite quarterback, but like I love the way he plays. Like I don't give a shit, man. I'm not going to shave, and I'm going to go out on Sunday, and I'm throwing the football. I don't care what the coach wants me to do. Mm-mm. Speaking about favorite quarterbacks, how you doing over there, Shane, with uh, Carson Wentz? <laughs> the I'm elephant in the room. I, yeah. I've been I was trying to buy him all today. Really? Um, yeah, John Bosch. John Bosch. You know he does the panic room. Um, or if you don't know, he does the panic room every <laughs> week where basically after a player has a bad game, he puts out a poll to see, you know, basically what they would go for. 41% of the uh, idiots that responded in a super flex league, mind you, um, said that they would only give up a singular 2021st for Carson Wentz. So wait, you're saying that Carson Wentz had one bad game? No, what I'm saying is <laughs> after a bad game. You, you said John after one bad game poll. is what you said. No, after a bad game, John John Bosch puts out a, a poll. Right. Um, and he does a show on it. Um, and this week he, he talked about it. Well, not talked about yet. But uh, this week it was Carson Wentz. So he put out, you know, two 2021sts, uh, greater than two 2021sts, one 2021st, and in between one and two firsts. And right. 41% of the morons responded that they would give up one 2021st. Well, let me ask you something. You're calling them morons. So does that mean <laughs> if I and if I was in a league with you and I sent you Carson Wentz for two 2021sts, you would give me two 2021sts for him? Real? What? Uh, yes. You would. Okay. Yes. I yes. wish Thank I had you. Carson Wentz somewhere because I would send that to you for two twenty twenty first. I tried to I tried to buy Carson Wentz low in every league I'm in, but unfortunately most of the leagues I'm in were, are with intelligent people. So then why um, don't you send them two twenty twenty first in all the leagues you're in? Why try to lowball them? Because right. I'm trying to lowball them. Right, but if it didn't work, oh. but if it didn't it's work, why low. Yeah, but it's if it doesn't buy low, well, obviously, but it didn't work. So why don't you buy them for what you say that he's worth? teaching you the stock. Well, I'm just saying, if you're calling those people morons who say they'd give a first, why don't you go get him if you really want him and give two firsts? Because the point is I'm trying to buy him at a discount. Okay, but you can't, you're saying, so then you don't really want him. So then I don't, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not even remotely what I'm saying. You're just making up things. I'm not. I'm Um, asking you if you really wanted him, why don't you pay what you say he's worth? Well, most of the leagues I'm in, I don't have multiple 2021sts. The only leagues that I have multiple 2021sts in are the listener league, 
where I have every 2021. <laughs> I think um, you have all so you my, you do. definitely have all my picks. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did try to get them from Stompy. I offered him Corey Davis and like you were first, I think. Um, and he countered with DJ Moore and what is currently the 103, which I rejected because in that league, you know, it's 16 players I need. Yeah. I, I can't be trading away DJ Moore and the 103. No. I'll tell um, you what, man. Carson Wentz isn't even my favorite quarterback, too, this year. He's right up there with Tom Brady, but I don't really like Tom Brady. I do love Matthew Stafford. He's a couple points ahead of staff who's been out, obviously, broken back for weeks. Um, but, he, you know, he's ahead of Phillip Rivers and Derek Carr sitting pretty at the top of the quarterback twos right behind Brady. As no, like I the wish second you owned him Do you own I mean, him anywhere in leagues that we're in and I, I can buy him from you? Dude, <laughs> I don't think I do. I think I think I would have traded him to you already because of how much you have a hard-on for Carson Wentz. Honestly, I, I would have already moved him to you because you would have given me probably whatever I wanted. Yeah. Well, I, apparently all I would have needed that I to prefer. give you was Derek Carr in like a 2022nd <laughs> and you would have been happy. <laughs> See, but Derek Carr, but I mean, we could have made a very mutual trade. I know. We it is funny. It, Jeremy, we talked about it uh, back in the, in the summer when we were doing all those startup drafts. I mean, on my list of leagues, the only place I have Carson Wentz are any leagues where the three of us are sharing a team together. That's the only place I have them. <laughs> because of Shane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's two leagues. We're only in two leagues together. Well, uh, HQ two and yeah, Degenerates four. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's, me and, that's me and Mike. Well, it, yeah, it is that. Dynasty Trades HQ though, and then okay, uh, but I'm and, not managing that team. No, and then whatever team. other league you say that we're all in, but we're not really in. Do we yeah, have Carson they... Wentz in that league? No, we have Lamar um, Miller. Good. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar Miller. Jackson. I was just messing with Shane because I wanted to see his head spin when I said Lamar Miller. Well, luckily, Lamar Miller's been all out all season, so I've gotten better as the years progress, and I've stopped calling Lamar Jackson Lamar Miller. That is funny, though, that you that in uh, the listener league you wanted to trade mine away and nobody wanted my first that's cool because i'm like well it's so not, no no i mean i tried to trade it to stompy for carson wentz yeah but, but he went like from I the said, 116 to the 103 yeah that's a pretty far <laughs> gap and oh my god i do Moore, who is you know a wide receiver yeah. one yo um, no, no no i get what you're saying yeah and i would be perfectly fine trading away Corey davis wait what'd you say jeremy you do, do own I, wentz i do i do own carson wentz in a in a in, <laughs> and i didn't take him it's a it's an orphan i took over in a, a pete lawrence league with idp and everything i just I, I wasn't sure i even had a single share of him but i do i i had him in some best ball stuff you know like in the one of the eliminators and some of my best ball teams i'm sure i have him but in dynasty one team, um, and I don't know who my other quarterbacks are, but yeah, I even roll them out there. Damn, I, Shane, you're not in this one. No, I'm not. Course, trade him to me anyway. <laughs> I was going to trade this across league. I was just yeah. going to ask. Maybe there, we can... ask Pete. You know, if, you know, if there's any owners he doesn't want to continue into next year, let them know that I'll join. And also, I just need him to get rid of the IDP stuff. Oh, right. you get. He'll probably do it just to get you in the league. You know, I mean, dude, IDP. Look, is IDP so much is better. stupid anyway. So IDP tell him is to get rid so of that, much and that'll get rid of some of that. Favorite format. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, even though we're talking about quarterbacks here now, when you talk about IDP sucks, and I always tell you Devi sucks. What about all this stuff with Tua? You know, like everybody was saying before, oh, we're tanking for Tua, tanking for Tua, and now with his injury, do you think anybody's even going to care about Tua now? Yeah, they're tanking for um, Burrow or Chase Young, and then they'll get a quarterback next year. He's still going to go in the top 10 picks. But I he's mean, not going to be first. Hey, he might be, but uh, it depends. Probably won't. It'll probably be Burrow, but uh, Tua won't go far after, far later. You think? 
I was just wondering. Yeah, it's I, not the Bo Jackson hip injury. Like it's not like when you fall and break your hip, like, they <laughs> gotta put you down because you're so old. Um, two is young, and it's too also bad he broke his hip, though. yeah, <laughs> it's not the Bo Jackson, but it's not the Bo Jackson uh, injury where basically it, the blood vessels died in his hip. I'm not um, that big on this quarterback class, man. I, we'll have to talk about that on another show. So we're supposed to do running backs, but I'm with you. I mean, got, teams were tanking for these guys. But Tua and Jalen Hurts, and I'm I'm not as high on those guys. Um, Herbert, I'm not as high on those guys as others. I think Burrow could be a, a pretty good starter, perhaps. But I'm not um, I'm not on board for this class being that great, honestly. And yeah. including Tua, I think Tua is yeah. a bit overrated myself. Yeah. All I know is back to the point is if you think <laughs> that Carson Wentz is only worth a single first in Superflex, you're an what do you call him an idiot? Moron. No, 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 you're a moron. moron. Um, but no, my- you should take offense to that. And then also, if you're in a league with me and it's a Superflex league and you own Carson Wentz, oh, oh that was ice coming after me. Um, <laughs> I will gladly trade you a 2021st for him. And you're not a moron if but, you want to make that trade with me. You're a good person. You're only a moron if you don't so trade funny. with Shane or you lowball yeah. it. But it's so funny. You're calling those people morons, but you're not willing to give up more than what those people are saying to give. So No, I'm not saying I wouldn't give up more. Yeah, it's you just are. That, that was my initial offer. I'm in how many leagues? I can't go back and sweep the room again. I didn't get replies on all of them yet because for whatever reason, um, checking trades is really hard because, you know, <laughs> it's not like they go straight to your phone and you can like, if you hate the trade automatically just reject it. I hate that. Like, oh. <laughs> well, one of those days, man, I kept trying to make moves today and I'm just like, I feel like I'm the cookie monster gif where he's just, you know, twiddling his fingers on the table. Okay. Me wait. <laughs> me wait. Yeah. Well, we we like we mentioned a couple of times we are going to talk about running backs tonight. So if we don't have any more news, why don't we hear from Dynasty Football Factory and their promo with DraftKings and we'll get right into all these running backs we're going to talk about. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP and exclusive members only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Debbie and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all. And annual memberships are free. That's right. We've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free. Just go to DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo. Sign up for your DraftKings account, deposit just $20, and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free Factory Sports annual membership. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. So act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. So, yeah, um, if you're not a a member to Factory Sports yet, uh, Factory Football Sports, Factory Sports, Dynasty Football Factory, uh, go ahead and become a member. Uh, Putting out some, you know, cranking up the Dynasty stuff, getting ready for the playoffs. Um, It's really exciting. You know, most leagues start their playoffs next week. I got a couple that actually start this week. Um, I actually have one league where the playoffs end in week 15 uh, for some reason. Um, So that's fun. Didn't the FFPC leagues already start their playoffs? Yeah, I think it depends on what um, what leagues you're in. Like the main event ones, uh, our buddy Scott Connors in those, and I think it's the semifinals. Yeah. Um, I'm in a dynasty league, and I uh, the playoffs start this week in the dynasty leagues. I assume that's all. 
That's so weird. So last week, last week we ended up talking about some players that broke out this year and they were wide receivers and whether we thought they were sustainable going forward and for next year and what we were willing to give for them. And so we decided this week that we would do the same thing, but this time with running backs. Yeah. (laughs) What'd you say? We like running backs. Yeah, I, yeah. I've always loved running backs. Not really. Whatever. I Here's do. My I like them. Just real quick theory on running backs. Just give me a bunch of them. Yeah. Like just yeah. a whole bushel of them. Yeah. See, I, there's a there's. It seems to be two different theories about it. Either give you a whole bunch of them, or just give you top tier ones. You know, people either go one way or the other. Um, and you this, almost have to do one or the other. If you don't draft in a startup like a a top shelf back, you're going to be drafting one in the rookie draft trying to find a you know that that one guy you can plug in every week or you know Maybe. hopefully two guys but you you, you got to stockpile then um, i i like to have one and I then like to have sit on it and i mean have one early that i drafted early in the startup in the first few rounds and then not touch that position for for quite a while unless you know something's sitting there drops and, or whatever falls in my lap kind of thing and I, and then i'll do what shane does and just have a, a bunch of guys and hope you know hope it works out for the best but have that one guy you know dalvin cook christian mccaffrey something something from the you know the first round like say you're on the turn even what would be like the 12th the 12th pick or the 201 and then and then ride it out like that almost zero running back but having that one stud but like you know if you don't have that guy you have a bunch of bodies you're, you better have some on your bench I mean, they don't last. They don't keep. They don't stay as starters. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, is you don't know, even though you think you know who the studs are. You had Todd Gurley yep. two years ago, and you're like, oh, well, I'm set for at least three, four years, right? Well, yeah, not, so much. not so um, much. Not so much. Same thing. Life is People are short. thinking about Christian McCaffrey right now. Like, oh, well, <laughs> he's never going to. He's never going to not be this 400 touch 30 point, you know, season guy. Um, There's a reason when you look at the highest fantasy scoring seasons for running backs that it's different guys. It's Marshall Falk. It's Ladanian Tomlinson. It's I forget how else it was on that list, depending on how far it goes back. But it's not like it's repeat guys. Yeah, you don't have three guys or one guy, the same guy in like three, four years. It's it's always changing. Like the top the top guys are always changing it's yeah, funny so, they, and, you know they you know how they're doing that top 100 thing on the on the nfl network of the all-time best football players and yeah. they, they were mentioning that they they talked about the running backs that they're going to do and the la the latest running back on that list is like emmett smith or something like that like they don't have anybody on that list that is in the last like uh, 10 years uh, or whatever that NFL list is bullshit. Anyway. No, I know I that. Mean, but what I'm saying, what you just said about the, yeah. the the people, it's just even people now. But I agree with you that you have to have those turnover. Like we talked about it in the offseason is to get those guys that you think in week 11, 12, 13 that are going to be playing. But for me, I've always liked that position better than the other positions. So I try to get them early and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, all right, well. Here, let, let me just let me just. Okay, so go ahead. Just, say you, you say what you pros. want to say. Go ahead. So I brought up fantasy pros <laughs> and I just downloaded the the their running back rankings for uh-huh. the year, not the rankings. Excuse me, points per game. Um, and I'll just throw some names at you and ask you if you think they're in the top thirty. How's that? Thirty do? Top thirty, 30 of good? what this year? Running backs. Yeah. For this, this year. year. Scoring. Top yeah, thirty is a big giant number, by the way. <laughs> You're a big giant number. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. So it is, but there's also. All right. So 
Like I said. Okay. You interrupted what I was trying to say to throw out some names at us. So why don't you throw some names at us? Throw so them. just and this is just to to not counter your point, but mainly to counter your point about <laughs> needing oh the draft running backs early. <laughs> Which I didn't um, get to make my point, but go ahead. I'm just all right. So what about David Montgomery? Do you think he's a top thirty no, running back? Not at all. No. You would be correct. What about Latavius Murray? Oh. Um, probably. I mean, he's had some games where he, well, and Kamara was hurt for a little bit, but if you're talking all the way to this part of the season, if he's in the top 30, I would probably say yes. Latavius yeah, Murray's done really yeah. well this year. He's had yeah. some good okay. games, yeah. How about Devontae Freeman? No. Okay, um, I think he is. Really? Okay. How about you? Yeah. How about Jamal Williams? No. Michael? Uh, no. Okay, he's a top 30 running back. What? How about... Mm-hmm. Top 30, huh? See, that's why I said 30 is a giant number. If 30 is a wait, giant what number... what scoring are we doing? Because I know some of these guys are going to be bored. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is if 30 is such a big number, it's funny it's that... average weekly scoring. It, it's funny, the only one you said so far is David Montgomery is out of it, and he's one of the ones we were going to talk about later, but go ahead. Okay, how about uh, Carlos Hyde? Yes. No. No, but he's a 36, so he's still an RB3. And he's a guy that was basically, people were cutting from their rosters after. Yeah, uh, he didn't play for a while. Well, yeah. he looked he like shit in Kansas City, and they. He's been on yeah, so many like teams the last City. couple of years, too. Yeah, hmm? he's. But, but, but the point is, how is. How does. Caliber 10. Yeah, but how how does how does this go against my point? None of these guys yeah. you're talking about would be anything that anybody would take high in a draft. Yeah, the, the point is, is you said you like to grab all these guys early. Uh, seven of the guys that I just named, and I don't know if that number is correct. Um, if I name seven guys, every one of those guys that I named is a late round draft pick. I'm just saying, yeah. right? But I is a throw into a trade. But not one of those guys is who I'm talking about, and you never let me finish my sentence anyway. So I didn't oh, like geez. your sentence. You didn't like my sentence. But all the guys <laughs> you're naming, nobody would take it very high. Not one of those guys. No, would. that's the. That, that is the point. I just named like six guys that are in the top 30. Okay, but top is, 30 is giant. Mike, did you Why think, don't you talk well, about the top the 15 then or top 10? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Mike, did you think any of those guys um, that he named were, you know, top running backs that you'd be willing to pay for? Any of the names, no. honestly. And I still don't Latavius think top 30 is. Top 30 is, is a running back three. Top okay, three. It's, a, it's running back two and a half, but a couple of the No, guys, there's okay. no such thing as two and a half. It's a running back three. Because well, I'm looking at the One to looks... 12 is one. 12 to 24 is two. two Anything right. over 24 is a three. There's no such okay. thing as a, a two and a half. Well, fine. So well, a 36 what, is a running back three. 12 divided by two? Six. So whatever. You want to call it whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying these are RB, RB2 slash RB3 guys that you could be plop it in your yeah, lineup. Points wise are RB threes right now. Ronald Jones. I mean that's but he didn't he's okay. Ronald, Ronald Jones, Jones is actually is right outside of running it. Running back he's, two. Yeah. Yeah. He's a actually a RB three. He's ten point seven points a game. But Lat Mary is a guy that's an RB three. Sadly so is Joe Mixon. Um uh Jordan Howard is RB twenty three. So he's an RB two. Okay, but I mean, some of the shocking things are that in, in the points that I look at for PPR, Joe Mixon and Ronald Jones are basically neck and neck. In fact, Joe Mixon is tied with Jamal Williams. Yeah, as as in PPR points, and that's ridiculous. You know how high Joe Mixon is yes. drafted. Okay, all right. So let's go. So the running backs that we had on this list, we have these with yes and no's, like we did last week. Um, <clears throat> 
And some of these guys are names that people thought going into the season would be something. And some of these guys are guys that came out of nowhere and did some stuff. It's funny. We did mention David Montgomery. David Montgomery, on your little thing that you threw out there about top 30, he's not even in the top 30. And I know <laughs> Madman just put no in X in like bold letters next to his name. But uh, is he any... <laughs> And then he just, he put no next to all three of us. Oh, wait, no, he put, I love him next to Shane. Obviously, I don't like him and Madman doesn't like him. But Shane, do you like him or not? Uh, no, no, no. Disappointing, man. <laughs> no, yeah, th that's the thing. So he had all this elusiveness, right, coming and his ability to break tackles in college. And we're seeing that does not translate into the <laughs> pro realm um, because he's averaging um, just – 0.92 yards created per attempt, um, which ranks 42nd at the running back position. Wow. Um, yeah. Behind such elusive running backs as Latavius Murray <laughs> and David Johnson. And um, uh, just, it doesn't matter. Gio Bernard. I mean, just. Oh my God. He's behind Gio Bernard. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yards created per attempt, but it's, he's had the volume, you know, in the beginning of the season, it was a volume issue. So at some point, uh, Matt Nagy got his shit together and was like, you know what? We, we traded up for this guy. Let me give him a lot of volume. And he's had the volume. He just has done nothing with it. He just – I know the Bears' offensive line isn't very good right now, but he's pretty terrible. Um, I would trade average him. Back. Average yeah, back. and that's what he looks Honestly. like. He's not going to create anything for himself. Um, I mean, Jordan Howard was behind pretty much the same line last year. And though he didn't look great, he looked a lot better than Montgomery. And I, 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 me personally, I would take, if anyone's offering a first for Montgomery from <laughs> any, 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 like exactly. 112, I would take it. 114, I would take it. It's funny. Uh, didn't, if I remember correctly, by the end of the off season and going into the, the, um, preseason wasn't david montgomery like right up there like it, it, up there with josh jacobs up up there in the top oh, one yeah. two three picks and People, rookie yeah. drafts and before, before josh jacobs draft, took off before jacobs took off too i mean david montgomery was talked about as potentially the you know the best overall running back in the class especially before jacobs you know um you know caught steam and and, and rose but after the draft no i mean it was definitely jacobs but still i mean no he i'm was, talking yeah. about like close to the Mont when the Mont season was, was happening when we got was, to yeah, preseason and after. stuff he, yeah. he was above miles sanders he was above yes, he uh, was. like he was uh, i don't think he was above miles before sanders. the draft he was well, well before the combine no i'm talking about preseason going into the regular season i thought oh, he was up there by people i don't have him in any leagues yeah, I didn't. I didn't end up getting him in any leagues. I I never. He, yeah, split yeah, in hairs, but they were drafted high in rookie drafts. Both Sanders and Montgomery, and it, it, you know, case in point, it came to my turn, and they're both on the board, and I took Sanders over Montgomery, and I liked Montgomery, but I I flipped a coin, kinda. I mean, I just I went with the Eagles' offensive line, the team, the talent. Um, and thought he was a better gamble, but I mean, I honestly did think of it as a gamble. We needed a running back, so I did that. I have a co-owner, so we agreed to take him. And you know what? I wish I would have taken a different position, to be quite frank. I wish I'd taken another wide receiver. I had already drafted Nikhil Harry before Sanders, and I wish I'd taken another wide receiver. It's just, you know, I, I thought he would be better. In fact, in the PPR that I'm looking at for my leagues, um, I think 
Sanders is one point behind Montgomery, but the point is they're about the same. Montgomery's had a lot more volume, but still. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's the points this year are disappointing, man. Well, Miles Sanders is well, a— so let's uh, go with him no. Next. I was just gonna say Miles Sanders is on our list, and I was gonna ask, do we all feel the same about Miles Sanders that we feel about David Montgomery? Not exactly, I guess. Um, I think he's, I think he's, not as good as people think. I've seen better out of him than David Montgomery. So he's somebody that you know, if I could get a deal, I'd like to have on my team. But I, I, I don't know that I'm gonna get that deal. So he's somebody that I'm kind of, I don't know. Am I allowed to put uh, yes and no? Lukewarm. I mean, sure. it's no. totally situational have have, no, for me. No. Unacceptable. You have to have a take. So Shane, I'm going to you... put yes for Shane and no for me and Mike. Well, let me ask Shane. <laughs> Shane is our resident Philly person. Oh, and yeah. even after the discussion we had about Carson Wentz at the beginning, even likes the dead players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about Miles Sanders, Shane? Um, so he's averaging and I'm getting all this data from fantasydata.com. Um, and I would mention if you haven't, if you're not already a subscriber to fantasy data that you go ahead and become a subscriber and guess what? We have a promo code. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, no, I know it's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> if you actually use the promo code trades HQ, um, you'll get to get a discount on fantasy data, uh, com. Great site. That's where I'm getting all my advanced metrics from as well as some of my normal non-advanced metrics i don't know what you would call those regular <laughs> stats non, non i was gonna ask what is non-advanced metrics yeah. regular <laughs> regular stats i guess i don't know is that like so joe Schmo sitting it, on his couch making up stats <laughs> at the running back position um he is 24th overall in points per opportunity uh 0.85 um and there's a bunch of guys sprinkled into this. Um, yeah, give us the best, have... best things, man, for sure. Give us the best, the best stats from uh, fantasy data that you can think of. Not, not all of them. The good ones. But what wait, wait, wait. We, we were trying to get his opinion on Miles Sanders, though. <laughs> I know, I'm waiting. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about. So I don't <laughs> really know what the hell's going on. So he's got. Are, uh, wait, are you on fantasy data, or are you using the Dynasty Trades Valuenometer uh, right now, uh, trying to figure out what the... you're doing? Yeah, I'm still working on the valuenometer. Um, so he's 18th overall in juke rate. Uh, Miles Sanders is with 26.2 percent. Um, and again, there's there's guys ahead of him that have a lot less carries, um, which is going to kind of skew their numbers. Uh, so I won't really like Deion Lewis is 26 attempts on the year, and he's ahead of him. Uh, I don't know that I would count him because basically he doesn't count. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so yeah, Miles Sanders is still a buy for me. Um, the issue has been volume. Um, even when he had 85% of the snaps last week, it's not like they, they gave him many touches. He still didn't have 15 touches. He doesn't have, I don't think, I think he's reached 15 touches maybe once this year. If he's had the volume that David Montgomery would have had, I think he'd far surpass Montgomery, but I'm okay with that. For me is too, Shane. I, I, I agree. I agree with you there. I actually think that Miles Sanders has a higher ceiling than Montgomery. I truly think Montgomery is just kind of like that average running back. Unfortunately, I, I think Sanders, we have, we haven't seen the best of him yet, that he's going to improve and do better, get more carries. And, and I, I think he He's somebody that you could argue for buying, and I, I wouldn't hate it if I acquired him on my team. He's just not somebody that I'm as high on anymore after this, even after this season and seeing the the lack of use. Definitely down from what I used to think of him. You know, potentially. There's also another thing to take into consideration. 
over the years, we've become jaded about these rookies, and we all think that they have to come out the first year and be amazing. And if they're not, then they're Damn, bust. What? You're right. You know? Damn right. Running backs need to do that. <laughs> well, but they, but sometimes they don't necessarily need to. Another conversation that was had a lot in the offseason was that these group of running back, with the exception pretty much of Josh Jacobs, but this group of running backs, everybody said were placeholders for next year's group. Yeah. That a lot of these teams... Well, no, I I didn't say all of them, but I'm saying a lot... That was a conversation that was made a lot in the offseason that a lot of these guys are placeholders. So my question to you is, has David Montgomery or Miles Sanders, have they become now placeholders? Like, are the Bears going to look elsewhere next year or are they going to keep... You shake your head, but that's why I'm asking you. Are they going to stick with David Montgomery or are they going to try to get somebody else in there? I, the Bears, I mean, the problem is, is they have so many other needs. Right. They have, you know, they need offensive line. They clearly need a quarterback. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I like that little picks. side um, I mean, it's just a shame because they, they traded away, you know, a lot of draft capital to get Mitch Trubisky. Then they traded away a bunch of draft capital to get Khalil Mack. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to look up their draft picks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like why, why don't they just give me where how many fucking draft picks? So, so Shane was a yes on Sanders. We were both no. We were all no on David Montgomery, I think. Well, there's only there's only one other rookie on this list. So while Shane's looking up the information on the draft oh pick, god. did you find it? Oh my god, it's giving me like the transaction log. Like that doesn't help me. I just yeah, want to know what matter, picks man. Okay, so the question, my only question was, was do you think that he has become essentially a placeholder? Where regardless of what picks they have, don't even think about that because you can't find it. But what if they did? Would they be drafting another running back or buying? An another running back because there's even some running backs on this list that we're going to talk about that that don't have contracts this year that are going to be available next year so whether they have draft picks or not are the are the bears going to be in the market for another running back no okay what about the eagles no no okay. the eagles are so, going to bring somebody else in and they might it's interesting the way they um actually structured jay jay's contract yeah they set it up in a way that they have the right of first refusal okay um yep. So that if Jordan Howard goes out and tests the market and say he gets a contract that the the Eagles or he, basically he's priced out of the Eagles market, they can just go to Jay Jai and whatever offers he gets in the free agency market, they can get ahead and um right. they can match it. But if you don't believe that either team's going to bring anybody else in, then regardless of whether we think that those two guys suck, then the point would be is those two guys are going to be the running backs next year. So for well, I didn't. You guys said they sucked. I don't think Miles Sanders sucks. No, think, but you said David Montgomery I did not sucks. Say he sucks. You, you said David no, no, Montgomery no. sucked. Both yeah, of you David, guys said he sucked. David Montgomery sucks is in a He's technical average. term. I don't think uh, David Montgomery is very good, but yeah, I think he has skills. I just think he's more of an average NFL running back. I don't think he stands apart from, and so we don't have to belabor it. But he he's average. I think Benny Snell has a higher ceiling, has greater potential. But uh, okay. you know, I'm not. I don't think either one of them. Uh, I'm sorry, Miles Sanders. I don't think either one of them um, is, is a super great running back, and so we can move on. I mean, no, it's no, just I, that, I get we can move on. My only point to you guys was. If you guys don't believe they're going to bring anybody else in, then for fantasy, they are still somebody that maybe you'd want on your roster because if they're going to be the only running backs, yeah, they're going to get some points. Back. That was my well, only okay, point. Yeah, I'm buying, yeah, point. I'm buying Miles right. Sanders anywhere I can get Okay. Him. Obviously, if you can get him at a value like less than what people paid for him to begin with, that first round pick, of course get Miles Sanders. He's a starting running back for the 
in Philadelphia. Okay. Damn, they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles' Eagles. Let's All right, go. so the only other rookie that we have on this list is Benny Snell. So do you like Benny Snell? He got his opportunity to finally start playing. Do you guys like him? Did I've James... always liked him because he didn't come as an expensive um, commodity. I got Benny Snell for next to nothing, cheap, free, whatever. I do like him as a running back is a thing. I'm biased. I'm a, I'm a fan of Benny Snell, and I'm glad he got a chance for the Steelers. I'm of the belief that just about anybody could be a successful running back for the Steelers organization, um, competent running back. I'm glad he got a shot. Um, that that's about it. Um, I'm not going to pay for Benny Snell right now because people are probably going to want more than, you know, the, the freeness that I got him for kind of thing. Do you think that I, James Conner has a future there? No. I mean, as a, as a running back, yeah, I don't think James Conner is ever going to be the James Conner we saw last year. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be what he was last year ever again, but it's, it's possible, but I'm not a, I like the guy, but I just don't think he's, you know, franchise running back material. Shane? Um, which question? Benny Snell is a jag, um, okay. so I'm not even worried about Benny Snell. James Connors, um, I mean, obviously he can't stay healthy. He's he's missed, uh, I think, four games this year. I, I forget the number off the top of my head. Um, yeah, four games he's missed this year. He's also had to leave like two or three early. Um, which is a problem when he's actually on the field and able to finish a game. He's a top 10 running back yeah. um, at 15.9 points a game. I, he's another guy. If I can get him at a discount, uh, I'll, I'll go out and buy him. Now, unfortunately I bought him in a bunch of leagues and I did not get the discount. Um, but, and he's just been injured all year. Yeah. Um, Hmm. It's it's like I said, it's a shame because every time he's on the field, he's produced. He's under his rookie contract through 2020. So he's still got one more year there. Um, after that, he's a UFA. We've kind of seen how the, the Steelers feel about play, paying running backs. They don't want to. Yeah. But that was also Lev Bell, who is infinite, <laughs> probably worth infinitely more than James Conner will be. Um, but I'll still buy Connor's, Connor um, if anyone's going to sell him uh, for a discount. But I, I won't pay full price. I won't pay a top ten running back price for him just because. Well, hell no, yeah. no. Good did you bet, see? No. Did you see that stat about Le'Veon Bell that uh, he has not had one game this year over seventy-five yards? It's yeah. pretty terrible. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're not, it's funny when you're not running behind a stud offensive line. Um, and your offensive coordinator slash head coach is a moron. Um, <laughs> but you know, and I, 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 well, I would say it was because Sam Darnold wasn't there, but he's been back and he hasn't yeah. really done much with him either. Exactly. Um, I mean, Lev Bell's 28, right? You know, we like to pretend that everyone can be an outlier, <laughs> but there's yeah, a they, reason that running yeah. backs don't play until they're 30. Not well. Yeah, these guys least. don't last. These guys are not Frank Gore. Most guys <sighs> are not Frank Gore. That guy's an anomaly. Adrian Peterson too. These guys that play into their, I never bank on running backs playing for a long time, whether and Christian McCaffrey included. I don't count on those guys being on my roster for five, six years as my, you know, um, as as um, my star running back, as Todd Gurley once was for Mike Sipes. Yes. Remember, I and mean, he and loved Todd Gurley. And st- it just it, those guys don't last for five years as you know RB ones. Absolutely. And if you pay for them to do that, and you keep paying for them, 
you know, you need to get the ones that are, you know, when they're in their prime, when they're young, when they're first discovering that they're, you know, maybe even superstars starting running backs and, and count on them for a couple of years. But you can't pay for them, you know, on your dynasty teams like you're paying them for a five year contract. It's just kind of crazy money. Yeah. So real good business. Real quick trade alert offer. Um, yeah. Myself and Jeremy are in a, a league, uh, one of the trade addicts leagues, trade addict six. I basically need so for me to make the playoffs, I would need Jeremy to lose, and then oh. the person that he loses to, I would need to outscore them by forty points while winning. Okay. Um. So just an aside, I'm surprised they even made the playoffs. In fact, J. Mike came to me weeks ago and he said, it "Doesn't look like you're going to make the playoffs, man." Wanted to see if you want to trade some of your players. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." And we couldn't come up with a deal for me to part with. I think Miles Sanders couldn't come so up I with just, a good deal, but yeah, I'm surprised I'm even in the hunt. To be honest with you. I sent you an offer for Miles Sanders. Feel free to counter if you don't like <laughs> you that. Did already, you did already. You sent it now. It's I, funny. Yeah, no, no. I just sent it right now because I'm just actually okay. on my leagues right now on uh, yeah. my fantasy league. And I'm yeah, just looking we, up every That's what Mike's assertion Sanders. is. That's what you're doing the whole show. Yeah. It's funny, too. <laughs> not every time. It, not every yeah, time. Right. But in, in my trade addicts, I'm in trade addict seven. I didn't even realize it till today. I'm in second place in that league because uh, people were talking about it in the group chat of who's going to make the playoffs. And I went and looked and I was in second place. I didn't even realize it. Thanks to our little but, buddy, um, you know, Outhouse Russ for actually allowing people to trade. You know, he's got a trade show, too. Allowing people to <laughs> trade throughout the season and not just and not having trade deadline. Lines. I loathe having those conversations, guys, where the leagues are like, well, when should we have a trade deadline? Uh, the trade de- uh, the trade deadline was last week. Why? Yeah. Why I think we, have a trade deadline? Yeah, we pretty much cleared that up with most of the leagues that we're in. So what is that trade alert, Shane, that you were talking about? Oh, I sent Jeremy. If he wants to counter, he can. Yeah, he's uh, he wants Miles Trying Sanders. Trying to get them in the I know. I want. I he's, want Jeremy. I want you to do something yeah. with him right now. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the other he's running back, me Frank Gore and uh, Greg Olson, um, which I do need tight ends. He's giving me the old school guys for his Miles Sanders. Yeah, one point seven five tight end premium. So uh, if I lose this week, you make the playoffs. Is that what we're talking? No, no, about? no, no. You have he, he, so the only way I can make the playoffs is you have to beat him, and oh, then nice. I have to outscore him by forty points while I win. Who's him? Because you're like forty three <laughs> oh, points. So oh, shit. rather than even worry about that math, I just tell <laughs> everyone to send me offers because I'm not even trying to figure that out. That is oh, so man. funny. All right, I so... didn't realize we were neck and neck like that, buddy. Yeah. So um, yeah. So we, I think we were talking about Devin Singletary, right? No, we weren't talking about Devin Singletary. We didn't get to Devin we Singletary. We didn't get to Snell, Devin Singletary. But we were going to. Snell, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a. I mean, he, Snell is a hand. Replaceable. It's a replaceable back. Mm. I like him. Um, anybody who starts for the Steelers can be, you know, valuable in fantasy is my only thing. And he was super cheap. I wouldn't pay for the guy, though. Okay, Absolutely so. Wouldn't. We finished with him, and we were talking about James Conner being injured. So the other person that's on our list is Carryon Johnson. When you're talking about players that he's injured, he's not doing what he's thought we thought he would do, or what people expected. And is Carryon Johnson somebody that you want to keep, you want to go for, or do you want to just get rid of him already? I want to hear what Shane thinks about Carryon Johnson. Well, I mentioned this in the Patreon chat the other day, and if you're not a patron, um, you should become a patron of the Dynasty Trade HQ because it's awesome, and everyone that's on it loves it. So stop sucking and join it. And you'll hear a lot of weird shit in this show. We've had a lot of stuff that I'm going to have to cut out for iTunes, but I'll keep in for the patrons. 
<laughs> so I'm out on carry on Johnson. Um, yeah. Okay, good. Two two season ending injuries in a, in a row. Whatever. Call me a scaredy cat. But at the running back <laughs> position, where you have a short lifespan as it is, um, for the most yep. part, Matt Patricia, except for two games didn't really show an inclination to ride carry on Johnson like a, you know, a, a true bell cow. He gave him 20 carries and back to back weeks, weeks three and four. But outside of that, I mean, he had 16 carries, 12 carries and 13 and then five in the game that he got injured. So he's just whatever his targets. He wasn't targeted much. His season high in targets was four. His reception high was two um, for a guy that we, no, or at least thought has the skill set to be a three down back. It's kind of disappointing. Um, I swear he even said he didn't really care to be that bell cow back. You know, he just went and and I, I, I don't know, man, I question why you would say that. It's just odd to me. But yeah, there's so many things about him that just turned me off. And, you know, being a Detroit running back, gosh, if you look back on the history of Detroit running backs, other than Barry Sanders, even Sanders, because he didn't win stuff. But like, it's it's brutal, man career threatening injuries, career ending injuries, guys who just didn't, you know, really do a whole heck of a lot. It's like, that's where running backs go to die. Kind of like Buffalo used to be where wide receivers went to, you know, not do anything, die. But yeah, I'm with Shane on carry on Johnson. I think he's kind of an overrated guy. And I, the, I think people paid, have paid way too much for him for what, you know, return on investments. Terrible. I was just going to say with Karen Johnson, to me, he was the same as David Johnson. He's too expensive and he gets hurt too much. So in, I don't have either one of those guys in any one of my leagues. And the fact that people were paying so much, especially for David Johnson this year, and then he doesn't ever get to play, you know? So I, I don't, I don't have either one of those guys. So I'm definitely out. Like you say, I see you already wrote no on the sheet here for me for carry on Johnson, but uh, both of those guys, I wouldn't want either one of them. Yeah, you know, I I liked carry on. I think it's I did too. I did yeah, too. It's my concern is more injury based and the fact that I don't think Patricia wants to use a running back that way. Although both Yeah, not the same back just, all day all yeah, game, right? But both Scarborough just to get a ton of carries the last <laughs> two weeks for whatever that's worth. Um okay. Um it's a shame too because carry on does have that that three down capability. It it it's just I don't understand and this is why I guess sometimes it's hard to value running backs because you see what they could do if they were used properly. And then you kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, but you kind of keep that image in your mind. Like you look at Josh Jacobs and you go, well, he's a three down back. So he should definitely get five, six, seven targets a game. And then you look at his stats and you're like, wait, there's 45 or whatever running backs that have more targets than him. See, I think that goes back to something we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago where you have to be able to adjust to what's going on. Regardless of what your belief is in that player, if he's in a system that it's not happening, that either the coach isn't doing it or the way there's three running backs there or there's something, you have to move on or you have to make that choice because whether you think he should be doing it, if they're not giving it to him, fantasy-wise, you're going to get then you're going to get screwed whether you think yeah. you and being be... human we all do that with right. certain players or certain teams like for me and this isn't a running back for but for me it was lamar jackson i always liked him in college i always was a fan of lamar jackson um i liked him coming into the draft i thought he was going to be a value and as soon as he hit the loathed baltimore ravens the team i hate more than any other as a browns fan as soon as he went there my confirmation bias against the ravens was like you know what 
I don't think he's going to do this. And every time he did something negative or threw an errant pass his rookie year or just, you know, I just everything I used as a defense for not wanting Lamar Jackson, which is not my normal process. And what I did was I got outside of my process of being pretty good at evaluating quarterbacks. I mean, I think on average and, and players in general. And I let I, I let that kind of bias creep in. I didn't even realize I was doing it so damn much. Um, until I look back and um, I don't know if everyone does it to that degree, but I've been guilty of doing it and it's definitely hurt me in fantasy. I only, I only traded Lamar Jackson away in one place and I got back another quarterback plus I think first round pick or a, another first round player. Um, but it's still like I, I wish I would have sought him out more before he hit like I've done with other players. I, I feel like I dropped the ball on myself because of that confirmation bias I was seeking uh, with my hatred of the Ravens. See, and I think stupid. that's the, that's really kind of, and then that's kind of the opposite where you're talking about somebody that was, that ends up being good and you didn't go for him. I was talking about somebody that whether you think is really good or yeah. should be Becomes getting bad. right. Well, not, <laughs> not even bad, the fact that he's bad. but, but not even bad. What I'm ta- saying is you have to make that adjustment based on what's happening. He's on a team that it's just not going to happen for him. Yeah, so you, you need to move on fantasy land anymore. Even though it's fantasy sports, you have to come, come to grips with the re- with reality and, and come to terms with what is currently happening and what, you know, and the I, status quo now. Exactly. And you I have, think with running backs, you want to win. Yeah, and with running backs, it's a little bit harder, too, because some of these teams all go with three running backs and stuff. You know, there is a running back that's on this list that we were going to talk about, which I hate him. He shouldn't even be playing. But Kareem Hunt, you know, Nick Chubb was the first running back this year to make it to 1,000 yards. Nick Chubb has been been really, really good for your Browns. Consistent, really good, big plays, good vision, um, makes stuff on his own at times, you know, extra yardage, dragging guys. I mean, Nick Chubb is old school running back, um, and and he's fun to watch. Yeah, Yeah. he's been all of that. He's in... We love him on that on this show. And then they bring in Dream Hunt, and they're letting him play and all this kind of crap. Well, good running back. I mean, aside from you know the, his off the field stuff, Kareem Hunt was a great running back for Kansas City for a couple of years. And um, you know, I mean, he's obviously got vision too, a la Chubb. He has good vision. He mm-hmm. has great agility. Um, he he's a guy you guys know. We we liked him on the show. I love no, Kareem Hunt. I didn't. Um, I, I loved Kareem Hunt coming into the league. I, I own him in a ton of Debbie leagues. I was happy to see him kind of turn things around. And for the Browns, I, w- I was hoping to see him and Chubb on the field at the same time. I'm not surprised that he's been successful. I'm not thinking about what he did off the field because I can't police the NFL. There are probably plenty <laughs> of players I love that are on my rosters that are total douchebags. I, I, I play in fantasy sports trying to win, and I, I have to turn the other cheek on Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, and these other guys, um, or I'm not going to have some good players on my team that I otherwise would. I, I agree it's unfortunate what he went through. Um, I'm just glad to see, and he's somebody that I want to buy um, well, because even- of his success. Wow. Yeah, but even what you just said, you know, there's only a handful of guys that that are that, you know, you you've got your cream hunt and your Terry well, Kill. They're not all like that. that. Well, that we know of. Yeah, exactly. But that's the are point. We're talking about but fantasy that's the football. Point. No, we are talking about fantasy football, but I what I was trying to say about Cream Hunt is he doesn't have a contract with them, right? So he's yeah, going Yeah, just this year. Right. Yeah, so one year. Well, so again, they, they he's get out of it too. Yeah. But right. Yeah, he's a restricted so they can match if they choose to. Right. So my they point They can keep him if they want. Right. 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 So some of these teams have multiple running backs that end up using both of the running backs. So with the Browns, Chubb has been so 
really great for them this year. And now Kareem Hunt is in there and he's getting his chance to play with him. So he's getting fantasy points for us. Yes. So he's coming. He's catching a lot of passes, you know, in the passing game and sometimes blocking for Chubb even. I mean, it's been pretty interesting how they've used um, both of them uh, on the same downs. I think that's cool because, you know, that those that's two extremely good talents on the field with Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., um, you know, it's pretty neat to see all that at the same time on the field. But is me. he going to stick with them? Do you think they're going to keep him or is he going to move I, on? I, I think so because um, I think, well, I think he likes the Browns and he's, you know, the Browns aren't paying a lot for him. I, um, you know, they, they went out, they got him, they showed interest in him. Uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be a, one of those mutual things they have to work out. But yeah, I could see him sticking with the Browns for sure. And um, you think and he'll this, stick with them if, cheap? If you if just, he continues he have the success for this for the season and think, you know things work well for him as a running back on the on the team, yeah, I think he'll stay. Go ahead, Shane. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say. I mean, I, I can't really with the draft class that's coming in and some of the available free agents. I can't imagine anyone's going to give him a giant contract. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I mean, you could. I for you know there there's teams like say the Eagles just for instance I'm not saying that they'll go out and do it but they could do a contract in such a way that the Browns couldn't match it um I mean honestly we'll have to see though to me if he's if he stays there he still has flex he's flex worthy every week yeah. um yeah. like Jeremy was Great saying there next play man yeah he's their third wide receiver at this point that that happens to get additional you know some carries um and I made another offer to Jeremy um <laughs> I love that you're yeah. making trade, but you also have a trade on our trade alert list oh, with trade Kareem alert. Hunt. Yeah, trade alert. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, since Kareem Hunt's come back, uh-huh. uh huh, fourteen point four points, eleven point eight points, and twelve point six, um, and most of that um, up until this past week, it was based off receptions. He had yeah. seven receptions his first game back, six after that, and then he only had two last week, but I, I'm going to say that was largely because Cleveland was absolutely mauling, um, Miami. Yeah. yeah. And Chubb yeah. got some catches too in that game. Yeah. And Chubb, that's the thing. Chubb, Chubb's going to Chubb, Chubb. Chubb is Chubb. the, there's no confusion there who the lead back is. There's not a committee. It's just that Kareem Hunt's going to get a couple carries a game. Right. Um, which they, they were giving to, to Ernest Johnson and whoever <laughs> exactly. the hell else. Yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah, right. That's exactly yeah, how yeah, I thought it was going to shake out when they got that talent in there that the guys that were uh, previously involved with the offense were not going to be anymore because they had Hunt, um, you know, a more experienced, better running back. And I told you guys long ago that I was hoping they would be used on the same downs where they didn't, like, just pull Kareem Hunt in when Chubb went to the bench. And seen a lot of that, and it's been – it's been fruitful for the Browns. I mean, it gives them that other weapon. Like Shane said, basically he's a glorified, you know, the third wide out for that team coming out of the slot. Sometimes they flex him out. Sometimes he blocks for Chubb. I mean, it's been really kind of creative. Like I don't like all the creativity they try to do in Cleveland land. there, the land, but um, some of the things they've done with Kareem Hunt ha- have been pretty neat. And yeah, flex worthy every week. It's nice to see him as a fantasy relevant guy again. So what was but the trade chain that you had? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm the two seed in right now in this league and, uh, trying to, my running back core is a little, a little weak. I got James White as my second running back who put up a grand total of, I think, uh, one point or something last week. Yeah. Um, so I went ahead and traded. I had a couple of 20, 20 seconds, gave up two 20, 20 seconds for Kareem Hunt. I, yeah. I don't mind that at all. Two 20, 20 seconds. <laughs> 
yeah, I, I don't like the player at all, but like you were saying, you're trying to make that run and you're trying to get into the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. And, well, I'm and, in the playoffs. I'm in the but playoffs. But you're trying to it's make a, a play in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> and if you only have uh, White as your running back, then I guess I could see you doing it. Yeah. Well, it's Alvin Kamara is my RB1, and then it's a steep drop-off. Um, that is like that 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 diagram just yeah whoosh. yeah. So I could see and that Fremont why he didn't did lose any talent, man. I think that was good. You know, I mean, he yeah. he lost a good a great role in Kansas City, and for fantasy, that's a that that sucks. But um, you know, he's still the same guy that he was when he played there as a running back. And um, yeah, I think you got to consider that um, and buy now before you know his value goes up. And twenty twenty seconds, man. Who, you, you know, the chances of you getting, even with both of those picks, somebody that's going to be on a on an NFL roster, let alone a Kareem Hunt kind of guy, I think that's smart play. Yeah, okay, well, I understand why you did it. Like I said, me personally, I would have tried to send those seconds for a different player, but that's just me being personal. Uh, but, yeah, we do have uh, Ronald Jones on this list. Which, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. He's been looking. You guys hang up. What? Did you hang up on me? No, no. How could we even? How could we even hang up on you? <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to do that. Why would we fucking hang up on you? <laughs> Are you not here right now? No, we're here. So Ronald Jones, I'll go first. Um, yeah. I think I, I've been touting him just about all year uh-huh. as a as a player that I like. Um, he's actually shown some receiving ability this year, which is pretty exciting since he didn't have a lot of uh, receiving ability in college. Uh, he's got 21 receptions on 27 catches. Nope, that would be 21 receptions <laughs> on 27 targets. Um, otherwise, it's a made-up stat. Yeah, he's uh, 19th in the league, juke rate, 25.7 uh, percent. Um, evaded tackles. I guess he's a little lower. Um, no, yeah, he's 19th in the league there too. And that's uh, all from 36. fantasydata.com again? Yep, all fantasydata.com. And like I said, if you're not a subscriber there yet, uh, then make sure you go sign up to be a subscriber and use our promo code, which is... Uh, it's Trades HQ. Trades HQ, yeah. It's well worth a full price, and if you can get a discount on it, you might as well. That's, that's all I'm saying. I've been I'm on this site all the time. That's great. Anyway. I agree with um, you. I I like Ro- Rojo. I like Ronald Jones as well. Rojo. Glad we got him in the DFB because other than that trade for Miles Sanders, we really had no running backs. Um, I guess we got Kareem Hunt. He came back, but I mean, you know, Ronald Jones and Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt. Um, that's not as bad as it looked for us early in the season. And I do like Rojo, and I'm glad he's uh, taken off. He's a he's a he's a yes for me. Yeah. Yes for me, dog. Me yeah, as what well. Would you, so here's, okay, if you own Rojo, you're can, let's just say you're out of it. Let's say, you, you know, you're just out of it. So you're not in a full rebuild. Like this is a team that you think can make a run next year, but someone makes you an offer. What would you accept for him? Obviously at first, but yeah, let's, obviously. let's say yeah, you're not yeah, getting a first. I, w- uh, I don't know because you know the way I feel about the picks <laughs> uh, uh, at this fa- at, at this time right now. I mean, mm. I, I he's finally getting the opportunity to be able to be a player that I would be fine sticking into my lineup. So I don't know that I would trade him for a second. I mean, what am I going to get with a second? A, a player that I may or may not ever use a couple years from now. 
I mean, maybe if you're talking about trades with class, right? Yeah, but so what? If you're talking about no, but I'm I'm saying you asked my I'm just saying maybe if there's some player involved somewhere, but I don't think I would trade him away for a second or anything. I I would probably ride it out another year and see if I could get something out of him. But that but that's also my opinion because of the picks, you know. Obviously, I'd trade him for a first, sure, but I don't know about it past a first. Jeremy, you know it's we were talking about. So. And I'm sorry, in the patron chat, um, you know, we were talking about Tevin Coleman and uh, he I, seems to be a guy. And I just mentioned like he's a guy that's going to just perpetually be traded for a second round draft. Sure. Yeah. His entire fantasy career. Um, that's kind of where like those guys, you're better off just, I think, holding on to. Yeah. See, because the, yeah, the, the value that they're going to give you, I mean, yeah, a second round pick is great in a deep class. But I have a feeling like Rojo... Even if this is, I, I don't want to say this is his ceiling, but say he does this on a consistent basis where he's getting you 11, 12 points a week. That's that's worth more to me than a second round pick. Definitely. Second. Yeah, if you're getting double digits, man, you, yeah. Well, plus course. he's only just now getting that. It's not like he's been doing it for two or three years. He's getting the opportunity now to do it. You know, and we've talked about some of the stuff we're going to do in the off season. And I think one of the shows we banded around a couple of different ideas, but one of the shows we should definitely talk about is some of those players that you're getting in the first round, the second round, the third round, the fourth round, because when when people start looking at the names that you're talking about it really makes those that idea about oh a second round pick is so good it's not necessarily so good but again no. that's a that's for a different show whatever so and just real quick ronald jones even though this is what his second year in the league uh-huh. um 22 years old so he'll turn 23 next year so he came out young yeah um, i would hold so. on to him definitely um, and it's not like he has a lot of wear on his tires from last year when he had uh, 23 rushing attempts. Right, because they barely. That's why, <laughs> and that's what I mean by like, he's finally getting his opportunity. No. You know, um, uh, we we did have a couple other names that we were gonna throw out there really quick. A couple of them seem kind of obvious, especially like Devin Singletary and Leonard Fournette. I mean, we've talked about Devin Singletary before. I'm selling Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Okay. You're selling Leonard Fournette. You're not selling, or are you buying or selling Devin Singletary? I am a strong hold on Devin Singletary right now. I would love, I would so love to go back to our argument a couple, uh, about a month ago, whatever we did. But yeah, I I agree. I'm holding on to him too. It's funny, man, because I used to think at one point before the uh, combine that he was one of the best running backs in Uh this class. At one point, I thought he was the, you know, maybe the best running back talent wise in this class. Right. I'm not saying I'm completely wrong yet. Um, It looks like, you know, Jacob's has that three down roll in the Raiders. And it's going to be tough for Singletary to ever change anyone's mind about him being better than Jacobs. That's fine. Right. I'd be fine if he's the second best one in this class. The thing is, this running back class was supposed to be pretty good. It has been so freaking underwhelming. It's not even, I mean, it's irritating. Jacobs and Singletary, to me, um, are right up there. You know, maybe Sanders sneaks up in there, too. But as talents, um, I'm still holding out that Singletary is one of the, he's a little guy, but one of the, um, top two guys in this class and definitely a, a guy that I'm holding on to and I'm trying to trade for because people I don't think they still know in most cases what they've got and I haven't seen big big things paid for Devin Singletary well, no. he's like running back three glorified you know in points he hasn't played he's hurt all those things but I see him as a value if you can get him right now because he's not being he's not costing much 
plus he falls into that category that I was talking about, about he has the opportunity in the, in yeah. the position that he's in. He's got a good chance. And sure back does. when Shane and I debated it back then, he was so cheap. I got him so cheap. He's not as cheap now, but he was so cheap then. The, the last guy that we have on here is Austin Eckler. That is a guy that that whole situation is so weird. He was doing yeah. so well when Melvin was out. Melvin comes back in. Some people were afraid. Oh, no, I got to get rid of Eckler. But Eckler's still been good. Shane, you pointed it out a couple months ago that even last year, Eckler was good when Shane, uh, when uh, when Melvin was still sure. playing. So it's happening again this year. So is Eckler a guy that even if <laughs> Jeremy just wrote on the show sheet, Madman loves this guy. <laughs> Okay, good that you love him. So do you think that regardless of what happens in that situation, that that's a guy that you still have in your lineup and you start him every single week? I have. I have been. Going forward too? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting Austin Eckler, man, um, as one of my, you know, if, if you're in a start two league, I, yeah, I've been starting him. I'm not, I'm not afraid of starting him, even with Gordon there. Um Obviously, it changes things. It's changed things a little bit, but um, Gordon's gone after this this year. He's you know he came back. I think he was scared because Eckler was doing so well. Came back, decided you know it's in his best interest. He's never going to see the money that they threw at him in the first place. He should have just taken it. Um, he's going to go somewhere else, and I wish him luck. But um, it's I think it's Austin Eckler's you know uh, team right now. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to last, but for right now, Austin Eckler is the man. Um, and that team's not doing too hot right now, but he he's the man for that running game, in my opinion. Shane, I, yeah, I like Eckler, but I think a <laughs> lot of his production comes obviously as a receiver, uh-huh. and I think that has to do with the fact that Philip Rivers is completely shot. Oh man, um, I think he is. Because if you notice, like basically the only guys he can hit right now are Hunter Henry and Austin Eckler. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love it's Priv. Pretty much true. I love Priv, yeah. but it definitely looks like he went over that cliff this year. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame because I traded for him in a league, and I thought maybe he had another solid yeah. season in him, but he Me looks too. absolutely washed. Um, I like Eckler. I think he's overperformed this year. Um, obviously he's like the running back four or something. I forget. He's, he's high up there in points per game. Um, cause he had some monster games. I think he's overperformed. Um, if I could sell him, well, I probably should have sold him before Melvin Gordon came back, but that's a whole yeah, story. Yeah, probably. But yeah, if I could <laughs> yes. still get, you know, if, if someone's willing to give me a 2020 first for him. I, they can have them. I think for Eckler, for me, I think at this point right now, especially if I'm in playoff games, I'm holding on to him right now, but I'm perfectly fine selling him after this season. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't do it now. I yeah, don't yeah. think the time is now. But what I'm know. saying so is I don't on... know I don't know that I agree with you that Gordon is definitely out the door next year. And and who knows? Maybe maybe He's Shane's right. Him. Maybe what if they bring in another quarterback or whatever, and then you don't have a quarterback that's dumping him the ball all the time. I'm just saying. I, I would mean, I definitely it. possible. Yeah, I would definitely ride him right now for the playoff time, but I'm perfectly sure. fine. Like Shane said trading him i'm perfectly fine trading him but i wouldn't trade him right now i would do no, like I mean, jeremy says and ride him to win your title yeah, or whatever definitely sure. and here's two things about him he, the, the guy's 24 years old he costs right now the chargers like six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. he's a restricted free that agent sucks. you know going into 2020 so either they you know restructure something deal with him match whatever happens um it, i i'm assuming they're going to try to keep him 
but he might, you know, who knows what what happens with uh, with either of those backs. But I definitely don't see Melvin Is Gordon that- coming back to the Chargers. I think that's just a that that's like. That could have happened. That time is long past. I don't it, think he's ever going back to that team. Is that really what he gets paid? Six hundred fifty thousand. Can you yeah, imagine? He's only twenty four years old, man. Yeah. He's, can you imagine being so productive that you are? It's like six hundred forty five k. Yeah, it, that must really suck. Well, hey, all right. So Shane, so you know, this whole time we've been doing this show, every every once in a while, you lean back a little bit, and I see on your shirt it says hashtag trash. Dynasty trade yeah, offers. Trash offers. So, yeah. where did you get that shirt? Oh, I got it at storeenvy.com. Oh, is it dthq.storeenvy.com? Yeah, that one. <laughs> and you go on there and you buy, you have to buy, you don't have to, but you buy Christmas presents. Um, you can buy Hanukkah presents. You should buy Hanukkah presents unless you're an anti Semite. <laughs> so, I'm just going to assume that if you don't buy Dynasty Trades <laughs> HQ gear, from our store envy no, that you're an don't, anti-semite don't say that. so i mean just don't be anti-semitic oh my God, I can't all right you said that. be you know support um my children who are jewish um <laughs> my children and show them that they're loved I love and included when he says that. during you're not you're not the jewish. holiday seasons uh-huh um and you know just buy your family stuff for hanukkah um we got awesome t-shirts sweatshirts hoodies uh, underwear um, beer cozies, uh, mugs, coffee, all of them. I, I just want to say, I want to say we do have a lot of great stuff. And I really think it's funny the way you present things sometimes. I, I, I know it's all in jest, but even this weekend when uh, Jeremy wrote something about me on Twitter and asking people to give me some follows, which thank you. I got a lot of follows this weekend. But I Good like man. when Shane told people, if you don't follow FF Blitz, what's wrong with you? And it's always just kind of funny the way you present things. And uh, this anti-Semite thing, I don't think that's completely true, but it, no. but, but seriously, you're saying there's at least a hint of truth <laughs> to it. So if I'm you don't saying, buy I like the things way. from our store, you're basically saying either you don't believe in Santa Claus and you hate Christmas <laughs> or you hate my children because they're Jewish. So I'm just saying. Okay, so don't do any of that, everybody. Go to our store, buy some uh, great gear. We have some awesome stuff. Um, we have a lot of great stuff. So go check out our store and uh, also check out our iTunes account. Right, we got an iTunes account where we're looking for some ratings and reviews. Oh yeah, we got some ratings this week. No reviews, but uh, five star ratings, which is just as good. But I do like reading words too sometimes. So, yeah. so look, whatever's easiest for you, because you are who we care about. And if you want to go in there and just throw us a five star, you know, like a quickie without <laughs> actually leaving any words, look, that's fine with me too. But if you want to leave words, we'll read them. Oh, we got another one. Oh, nice. we did. Oh, we another did. review. Yes, we did. Not, I mean, a rating. Awesome. Not and, a Not a and and also send us some uh, trades. You know, we're getting down to the end of the season and we're going to have a lot of stuff going on in the off season. And some of these dynasty leagues, you're going to be wanting some trade advice and you could send us some trade questions over at our email account at dynasty, dynasty trades, HQ pod at gmail.com. Awesome. But if you're not a patron, I'm not going to give you any advice oh, okay but jeremy and i will give you some advice so I send will. Us- <laughs> i'm a helpful guy hey and if you'd like internet radio we're actually on an internet radio Ooh, station now we today. are really what is it yeah, yeah. it is radio.co uh, 
yeah, so if you go on to just type in your Google bar, uh, radio.co. Um, we're on Mondays mornings um, and morning. Nope. More. <laughs> we are on Mondays at uh, 12 central time. I don't know what time that is in real world time. What's that, like 11? Monday mornings, huh? That's a good spot. Hey. Well, also, and we replay Monday nights. That is so freaking cool. At 10 p.m. I love that. It's also Central Standard Time. So if you're in the Central Time Zone, please let me know what time that is in the real world. <laughs> Are we? But yeah, check that out. They got a bunch of other stuff on there, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah, so we're on the internet radio. Too that is now. so awesome. Are the three of us all on yeah. Eastern Standard Time? Yes. yes. All right. Yes, that's, cool. We're, we're, that's cool. That's cool. All right. We're going to do a Yeah. Then we're going to do a patron episode. Good night, Shane. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see you next week, gang. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my God.